0: Your glory here among us. Great is our
1: hope. Many years ago, I was invited by a friend to a dinner party. And it was supposed to be me and him and um, a married couple. And this friend is a gourmet chef. He loves to cook things very well. Perfect china, perfect silverware, the food, everything is done perfectly. And he takes a lot of time and effort into preparation. It's got to be just so. Wonderful. So he asked me to come in a, a little bit early and I was there. We were having a drink, waiting for the friends to arrive. The doorbell rings and this couple shows up. Hey, how are you? How are you? Come on in. And with them, their four children. We weren't expecting four more people. Double the people. Well, my friend just blanched. He didn't know what to do. (laughs) I really thought he was going to pass out. Because it was like, just, I can't. uh, I said, you go into the living room, entertain the guests. I'll take care of it. Now, I had been in the kitchen and I saw what was coming, so I had a few ideas. He had some beautiful veal steaks, but they were kind of, you know, the way they're portioned, there was an added piece to them. So I was able to do some carving and created eight steaks out of four. Some of the vegetables and other side dishes, I went into the pantry, found some other stuff, added it in and made it a little bit mixed but it stretched everything. Well, my friend was still a little disappointed, but our guests had no idea what had happened to the meal. Everybody had enough to eat, and like in the Gospel, there were leftovers, believe it or not. I don't know what happened that time when Jesus fed the 5,000. Did the people become creative in how they shared the food? Did they just pull out extra food that they had hidden in reserves? What happened? Or as they started sharing, did God allow for the food to be multiplied? Who knows? But either of those scenarios is a miracle. I thought what I did was a miracle too. But the point of it, in both cases, whether it's my friend's dinner party or for Jesus, it's a reminder of what is said in the gospel, that what we have, the little we have, is usually enough. The little we have is usually enough. When we look at our lives, you look at ourselves, we often think, who am I, what do I have to offer? You know, I'm not so hot. But in fact, you are. You have a lot to offer. On this weekend and next weekend, we're inviting parishioners to sign up for a ministry. And some of you might say, well, what do I have to offer? I mean, I can read. I'm not illiterate. But to talk in front of the congregation, you don't know if you can do it unless you try. Right? God can work miracles with with the little bit we have, even if there's fear and anxiety around it. Maybe God can do something miraculous, amazing. I'd like to arrange flowers, but to do what they do at church and to help with that stuff, that's not me. Maybe, or maybe not. Maybe it is. In every aspect of our lives, it's important that we not think too small, that we not put God in a box and contain him or ourselves. As his sons and daughters, as people blessed by the Holy Spirit, God can work amazing things through our lives. The little you have can make a great impact. Do not underestimate yourself. And the flip side of that is, in the gospel, as in my friend's dinner party, at the end they said the leftovers were 12 baskets full. Now, that's not just an arbitrary number. That's a symbolic number. Twelve, what do we have in twelve in the church? Twelve apostles. Why do we have twelve apostles? The twelve tribes of Israel. So all of God's people were divided into twelve tribes. That means everyone. And in the Bible, whenever the number twelve is used, it means everyone. So what the story is telling us, the leftovers were enough to feed everyone. Not only does the little you have matter, not only does your contribution matter, but with God's blessing it could be multiplied to be enough for everyone. Today we celebrate the feast of the most holy body and blood of Christ and we will process with the Eucharist through the church remembering that great gift of Christ in the Eucharist. But Christ, the Eucharist, the body of Christ is also right here in the pews and God does amazing miraculous things with you and with me.
0: Thanks for listening to the Assumption Church Podcast. To listen to more episodes, connect with us in our community, or join us for worship, please visit assumptionsyr.org. Hi friends, it's Adam from Assumption. I'd like you to take a second and think about somebody with me, if you could. Um, I know that there is somebody in your life who you wish would come back to church. Maybe, I don't know what the reason is that they don't come, but they don't. Have you ever thought about like, how would it be easier? How can I make it more inviting, more relevant to somebody who has questions, who has doubts, for them to come back to church? Think about that person. Now, what have we tried? We've all tried to invite them to come back to Mass with us. And if you're anything like me, you've, you've struck out a bunch of times. What I wanted to do is invite you to join us at 1111 at the Grotto to experience a relevant unpacking, of God's word through the scripture in a way that is totally Catholic, but in a way that is easy for people to understand, where people can ask questions, have doubts, but still build community and dive deeper into a relationship with Jesus. We invite you to join us here in person at 11, 11 a.m. Sunday to experience what 11:11 11, 11 at the Grotto really is like in person So it's even easier for you to invite that person you love to join us. If you have any questions about what it is that we're doing here at The Grotto to help reach people, I invite you to join us online and learn more by visiting our website, which is thegrotto.community. Or feel free to reach out to me through the Assumption website. Send me an email. Send me a text. I'm more than willing to help talk to you. God bless.